We believe you have a story to share. For 2,000 years, humankind has believed in the power of story. In healthcare, we're finding ways to better heal those who are in front of us. Join us as we explore healing stories now. I want to welcome everyone to another edition of Healing Stories Podcast, Everyday Miracles in Everyday Life. We have just reached over 1,000 downloads, and I thought it would be important to take this moment to say thank you. Thank you to all of the guests who have come on over all of the years and given us a tremendous idea of what it means to heal. And it is appropriate then that I am your guest as I do something that I've tried to do over all the years, which is to be a listening narrator. And the words from the way it is written by the American poet, William Stafford, highlight how learning from life experience and how we adapt and move on are the thread which stabilizes our path through life. There's a thread you follow. It goes among things that change, but it doesn't change. While you hold it, you can't get lost. I'm so struck by Stafford and what he's given us. And it's interesting that in Pope Francis's book, Let Us Dream, The Path to a Better Future, he ends with that sense of a thread and how in our own lives, we might think about each of us having this labyrinth inside, a labyrinth that for a lot of us, we're just trying to get out of it. Uh, how do you find your way? And then all of a sudden, in the depths of who you are, there's a thread. And you slowly begin to tug on that thread. And you find your way home. And Pope Francis was talking about this Greek myth. And I think what he was talking about most was that there is a path. That there is a way to a better future, as he so eloquently does in his book. And I couldn't have Pope Francis on and I couldn't have William Stafford on as he has passed away. Uh, but we all respond in some way to life's experiences and yet how we respond can strengthen who we are and how we respond to the next challenge. Whether we realize it or not, what we all have learned in life and can be invaluable to so many others confronting stress or trauma is that we have a story to tell. And that's what I've done with every guest is to just tell us who you are. And everyone has answered that in a very different way. And they've been surprised. They've answered it out of their truth from uh, a former Navy SEAL who I'm thinking of on this Memorial Day talking about how to handle stress and the tremendous amount of stress that he has had in his life to the physician who has practiced with Sadhguru and had time to, at 4.30 in the morning, wake up for meditation and find that thread that allows him to be one of the greatest analysts in healthcare time. All the way to a physician who described the mother's passing and what that did to him and how he came out of it. They're all their own experiences. There's nothing that isn't their own and they're not contriving something to have you listen to them. And what it does to each of us is it says, well, what are the things that we could learn from in our own life? And as John Kennedy declared in a speech that was prepared for delivery, he never gave it in Dallas in 1963, he said, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. 
And if we expect to lead others through stormy times like today in education and community health and in healthcare, we must continue to learn from ourselves and from others, especially as we navigate through life's adversities. Often people will say, well, why has this happened to me? Uh, why did I lose uh, a, a son like one of our guests talked about? Uh, why is it that I lost my job? Uh, why is it that I got COVID? And I don't have those answers. But I do know as I look back, it's these adversities that carry us to other great planes in life that help us in some regards to deal with the next phase of who we are. The next phase that we know is in front of us can only be in this inevitable moment. I can't tell you uh, what could have been, what should have been, or what will be. But I can say that there has been something that these guests have taught us that is worth mentioning. And there's really almost a certain amount of authenticity that went with all five of these moments. And the first is that there's a recognition of how diverse the education healthcare system is and the enormity of individuals who are involved in successful care. Inclusivity, dignity, and respect are foundational components to mission and culture. And these storytellers who we've listened to over the years can come from all corners. They can come from the phlebotomist who shared with us how the trauma from his mom led him on a path to self-discovery, uh, to the leader who is overseeing how to implement EPIC. And inclusivity is the key. And this notion of what Richard Rohr talks about that everyone and everything belongs. The second is that getting people comfortable to tell their story requires a sense of psychological safety. This is something that within Google's Project Aristotle, they thought about and, and reflected on. And that represents a real key of high performance teams. Uh, can I say who I am in front of those that are surrounding me in the morning huddle? The third is that every letter, leader should become a listening narrator, what I've tried to model over these years of this podcast. It's critically important to the success um, that you don't question people, that you don't judge them, but that you listen. Uh, not there to inter in interpret your story uh, from the person who came and, and just said that I've, I've been completely broken. I come from a small town and and no one ever really paid attention to me. Well, we're not there to judge that. That this reverence, attention, and devotion for the story uh, that Father Howard Gray often talked about is an essential piece of freedom. And it allows people to be who they are. The fourth is reaffirming this storyteller as to what is heard as a listener and getting at how the story adapted. How did it get them through the labyrinth? How did it help them to see the world differently? Uh, some people still have trouble getting out of bed in the morning. But how do they find some meaning from that adversity, from that trauma? The final way of these that we've listened to has been the storyteller's final statement of learning from adversity and how learning helped them move beyond the trauma, encouraged others to face that change. And I can think of one of the most powerful ones was Dr. Paul Dieppe. And Dr. Dieppe, as he's sharing, and you can go back to that podcast, he tells the story of being kidnapped 
And as I heard the story, I didn't know that he was going to tell that story. He was taken uh, while a plane refueled in Kuwait six months as a hostage. And I was so struck by how he described that experience as amazing or wonderful. I forget the word he used. And he chuckled. He was shocked that he even said that. I mean, how could we look back at the experiences of our life that have been the most adverse and let them go, have some lightness to it? That might be the greatest gift of all these healing stories as I close today is in the memorial of them in a, a memorial day that they provide a way to light the path. We may never know uh, where we're headed as Merton says, that famous monk. But I know that walking on the path is what is desired by this spirit, by the life force, by God, whatever you want to call it. It, it seems to be life is worth living by moving forward. I want to thank you all for these years and for the ability to be your listening narrator and I look forward to whoever comes and whoever has the courage to tell us who they are. Happy Memorial Day. Time heals all wounds. Join us for our next episode of Healing Stories.